This episode is brought to you by Hello Hattie, timeless and classic clothing for women based in the bush. Find them at www.hellohattie.com.au. Welcome to All Things Small Biz, a podcast to help you take the leap and run your own business from someone who has done it themselves and wants to share what they learnt with you. Hello and welcome to the All Things Small Biz podcast. My name is Sarah Hales, your host, and today we'll be talking about what happens when your business social media gets hacked. This is something that I've had firsthand experience with, unfortunately. Today, I will share my personal experience about that crappy time when I lost my entire business social media account, and then we'll bring in today's beautiful guest, Tori Packer from the small business community, someone I am lucky enough to call a friend. We will discuss this from a broader perspective because this is happening probably more often than you realize. So to dive a little deeper into my experience, Brian Hales, my husband, co-host. Brian. Hey, you going, Sarah? As always, I'm here with you. Holding your hand, helping you through the little situations. <laughs> You've been busy this morning. Yes, I have. I've been out doing some good deeds, actually. My father rung me up and uh, had a flat battery. I had to go save the day, as it would be. Right. Good yeah. Hello. We all know he has these little things, but we're all good. For those of you listeners who don't know, Brian is a mechanic and diesel fitter. Gets the mechanical jobs. Yeah, I do. I've got uh, two very smart brothers. One's an accountant, one's a solicitor, and I'm uh, half handy with my hands. So uh, today's topic, what happens when your small business gets hacked? More my social media. Yeah, more your social media. So we'll, we'll jump into it. First, let's clarify the business that we're actually talking about is West of the Waves, your business. Yeah, so I have a um, product-based business called West of the Waves. I have jewellery, ocean-inspired jewellery, and linen clothing that I designed myself and I have 100% Australian made. Oh, you'd um, say it's a fashion label? Fashion label. Similar to Gucci and... <laughs> Stop. So West of the Waves is an Australian lifestyle brand for cowgirls who like to surf. When I first met you, you used to do a little bit of wakeboarding as well. Yes, I'd like to get back into that since having the kids. Mm, awesome. So um, how did this actually happen to you? Because you're... You're not just the average Joe. You're a uh, you're a mining engineer. You're quite a smart lady. You've you've you know things. You've done things. How, how did it actually happen? How did my page get hacked? Yeah, exactly. What has that got to do <laughs> with my career? Anyway, so what happened was I received a message in my messenger account. It was very legitimate looking, branded from a Facebook email address. And for those of you who don't know or who don't have a, you know, Instagram or Facebook business, I predominantly run my business through Instagram, but to have a business Instagram account, you must have a Facebook business manager account. The two are linked. So I received this message through Messenger and within that it had a link and that was the hack. So what things did they actually do? That made it so easy for them to destroy your business? Well, that messenger message came through and because I very rarely logged out of my Facebook account, I definitely do now, there was a link within that message and it launched straight away. So the hackers, I don't know where they were, if they were in you know, Russia or wherever they might have been, they 
were in and they quickly went and changed the administrator on the account, yeah. um, which essentially blocked me out. They yeah. were then able to use my Facebook ad account and my company credit card to post ads about their business. Yeah, and so, the way that you sort of started waking up to that is you started getting little bills, yeah? Yeah, I was getting bills. Very fortunately, I called the bank straight away and cancelled my card and I was able to have those funds recovered through the fraud team, which was very lucky. But yeah, they were they were spending my money yeah. on their account. Yeah, that's right. Or on their, well, on their... They were spending my money on advertising their business. Yep. And we still haven't found out who their business is, but when we do, we'll give you a shout out to uh, not to buy from those people. (laughs) No, I don't think it was that. They were posting photos of like rockets and all sorts of stuff. So I'd say that, you know, that was some kind of... It wasn't... uh, That's why the community standards were breached and then the account was shut down completely because of the content that they were posting. We still haven't got in touch with Mark Zuckerberg over this, have we? No, well... No, is we he still, he's still dealing with his court cases and stuff. Uh, he's Stop. probably busy. Stop. Basically, when something like this happens, you cannot contact Facebook or Instagram. There are no phone numbers for you to be able to contact them. There are no email addresses. You need to be able to log into your account and use the links in their help center to lodge your complaints or to report something that's going on. And because I was blocked out of my accounts, I was unable to report what was happening to me. So basically, once you're locked out of your account, that's it. You can't get in touch with them to fix this problem. So I lost my whole account. So either we need to become hackers ourselves to get back into it or start a new one. Is that... What we did? Yeah. So this probably happened at the end. Well, it did happen. The hack happened on the 30th of June. And as you know, it took me a few weeks to decide whether or not I had the energy or the guts to start my account again. I actually almost closed the business. Yeah. You, you came to me one one evening and said, should, should I just shut it down? And I I, uh, I said, no, you've, you've put a lot of effort into it. And it's, a, it's actually a good little business. And I think we we need to work out how to get it back up and running. So what actual effect did it have to your business? So I lost my entire social media account. I was unable to get back access to my Instagram or my Facebook. And I would say that my sales for my business, yeah, nosedive, like easily halved for that month. Yeah, they halved for the month, from, from but from that day, they went to zero. Yeah, so... I think as small business owners, we fall into the trap that social media is free. You don't have to pay to advertise on social media and it becomes easy. And because it's an interactive tool, if I post a new product, if I put my new design out there, then somebody makes a nice comment or sends me a message or makes a purchase, it's interactive. You're getting feedback straight away on your products and it's easy to fall into the trap of using that as your whole marketing strategy. Yeah. So as humans, we will take the easiest route the, the time, every time. So if we find something easy, we're going to stick to it because that's the easiest way it's going to give us time to do other things. I think too that it's a big deal for somebody to follow you. If they're invested in your business enough to want to follow your account, that means they like what you're doing. They like your products. You know, so to have built 
a, a community of almost 7,000 people was a big deal. You've had 7,000 people who liked your business enough to want to follow it and then they're just gone. Yeah, overnight. Snap. Yeah. That is very, very, very unfortunate and it, and it makes it hard. It, it makes it hard to, to do business, doesn't it? So It definitely does. But I think, you know, we'll probably talk about it towards the end of this segment as well. But one of the things I have other advertising strategies, but I think that one of the things that I got out of this was the fact that I really needed to diversify my advertising strategy. Again, with small business, you don't always have the biggest budget for advertising. So if you're paying to have your products in a magazine or on the radio or on the TV, sometimes those paid advertisements can go on the back burner and you'll use the free option being the social media. So I think, you know, something that I have really put into place is more of an advertising strategy across lots of different media. Yeah. The advertisement thing, it's it's quite expensive when you're doing all that media stuff. When you've got the avenue of going down Facebook posting and stuff like that and Instagram, it, it, it's, it frees up other money where you can go and develop new New outfits and products. New products yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's understandable why you do go that way, isn't it? Yeah. It's a real balancing act. Do you have any sound advice for your listeners out there today? Listen in, people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I definitely do. I think that probably one thing that I hadn't completely thought through was that if you think about it, Whenever you lose an account or you lose access to something or you forget your password, the link to recover that account is always sent back to your email. So you need to make sure that you have the proper security on your email. You need two-factor authentication on your email. You know, I don't know what else you'd need on your email, but two-factor authentication is a good start because any recovery email is sent there with a link and that's how you get back into your account. That's how you, you know, refresh your password. So you've got to make sure that your email is secure. But in addition to that, with your social media, you need to make sure that you have your two-factor authentication on and you also have an additional administrator in your account. So that could be just a close friend, someone you trust, family member, spouse, someone within your business. But you need to make sure you have that on because if somebody tries to hack into your account, change your password or log in from a different location, that administrator will get notified as well. And then you've got another option to be able to recover your account. That was one of the mistakes that I made is that I had my two-factor authentication on, but I didn't have a backup administrator. Yeah. So now you've got a backup administrator in place, me? Yes, you. Have you logged in? Actually, not today. I haven't logged in, no. (laughs) We will get on to it. What happens if I don't log in? Well, it's not so much that you don't log in. It's just to make sure that you have got a secure password and that you know how to log in so that if the shit hits the fan, you are able to recover the account. Okay. But I can do that on your behalf. All right. I probably need to get on top of that. Sorry that I have not done that as yet. <laughs> that is pretty sound advice, so that's good. Um, it'll help people. I believe that they don't get that. Well, I hope so. And that's really what this chat is about today, is just sharing the experience. And realistically, that is what this um of the business is all about, is sharing tips and tricks for small business and just, you know, being someone that's been there and done it and can 
help people hold a hand here or there. So and and also letting them know that's not the end of the world because um you you're on your, you're on the comeback trail, yeah, aren't you? We're coming back stronger. Yeah, so there's positives that have come out of this? Yeah, there definitely are positives that have come out of this. At the time, I was pretty devastated and I, you know, obviously came very, very close to closing the business. But I took a few weeks out from the social media, which was a nice break. And when I did decide that, no, I'm not letting them win. I'm not letting them win this. I'm going to build my business back up because I have a, I have a, a true love for my business. I really... And proud of what I've been able to do. And I genuinely love it. It's a creative outlet and it makes me feel like, you know, I'm doing something, building something important to me. When I finally made the decision to restart my accounts, I was just absolutely blown away by the kindness. I had, you know, let's say several hundred shares and they weren't just people; they were other businesses. Do you want to uh, just do a little shout out to a couple of those oh, nice, yeah, nice people and businesses? Let's shout them out. The, uh, I don't know if I want to though, because if I forget any of them, there was Tory Small Business Community, Ange from Country Alua, Jazz from Buckaroo Boutique, um, Salubrious Living, Classy Quarters. I could just go on. There were so many beautiful businesses. Some just some standard people as well, just some instead of just businesses, some people. Yeah, so friends, friends of friends, friends, friends of friends. I was absolutely blown away by how many people shared my page and helped me to build up my community again. And I I think that that probably is my biggest takeaway from this whole entire schmozzle was that I had built genuine connections with people. So instead of, you know, sometimes I feel like pages that have a really large following, they don't get back to messages, they don't respond to comments. I never wanted to be that person and I made a real effort to get to know people, to respond to their messages, to respond to their comments. And I think that in this moment, when everything went south, that was what made the difference and made people want to share my business Mm. because they knew the actual person and they knew that I cared enough to respond to their messages and in turn they cared enough to help me get back out of that hole yeah that's it man it's all about creating friendships i suppose isn't it yes well tori who we'll talk to in the next segment from the small business community is is very much all about that the connections because you can put stuff out there onto social media land but really what you need to build is not a number it's a it's a community of followers yeah interacting and and developing and moving forward and bringing everyone forward together. Well, social media can be so awful, but it can actually also be so good. So I know I spoke a little about Tori at the top of the podcast, but I just wanted to introduce her properly. Tori is a wife, mother of three gorgeous boys and a grade one teacher. But aside from all of those things, Tori is the founder of an amazing supportive community of like-minded business people called the Small Business Community. 
Tori started the small business community just a little over 12 months ago, right in the middle of the pandemic. And the sole purpose of the community was and remains to promote small businesses and to share tips, tricks, shout out businesses, raise awareness, and just basically share a little bit of love. Tori does all of this for the love of helping grow small businesses. She doesn't do any paid promotions. And if you get shared on Tori's Instagram account, just shy of 30,000 people, it's because she loves your business and wants other people to know about it. I can't think of a more genuine person. So Tori, welcome. And can we start by getting you to tell us just a little about the small business community? What a beautiful introduction. Thank you for having me here today. It's such an honor to be here and on your amazing podcast. I feel so flattered to be a guest invited here today. The small business community to me is really and truly a place where I want small business owners to just feel that sense of community, obviously in its name, small business community, and just have people that really understand what they're going through. And I believe, I truly believe that when we all come together, we can lift each other up and all our voices together are so much louder than each individual voice and competition is non-existent in my eyes and we really need to start honouring collaboration over competition more than anything else. I think that community is just the most powerful thing that you could ever possibly offer someone. Oh, I absolutely agree. There's room for all of us and I'm not into competition whatsoever. Mm, Absolutely. And Tori, tell me in your words, why did you start the small business community? Like what is your why? You know, this is an interesting question. I think it's really important for every single small business owner to really nut out their why. I think it's the most important thing that will keep them going through the hardships such as what everyone is enduring right now being COVID and all of the lockdowns that Australia is experiencing and the world. But I wanted to start out by saying that there's a difference between your passion, your purpose and your why. So if you pictured a target with like three circles and your outer circle is your passion and this is literally what sets your soul on fire and this is like the big umbrella. For me, my passion is helping people. I get that through my teaching that I do. I help my students and it's helping people tap into the potential to become the best version of themselves and then I want every so I want everyone to dig deep and think about what their true passion is, what truly sets their soul on fire, not what your husband or your mum or your dad think that your passion should be, but if you really search within yourself, what is your passion? And then your purpose is kind of like the way that you achieve that passion. So for me, my purpose, the way that I am able to help people is through this small business community and I can really nurture them and give them information that they need and put them on a platform and let their voice be heard, you know, to a larger crowd. So I think my passion is helping people and my purpose. So the way I do that is helping small businesses. Then you can dig down deeper into your why. Why am I doing this? For me, it is my family and I really want to show my boys how important it is to live your life from a place of service and it actually when you serve others your life becomes so filled with gratitude and it's just a really important way to live and I want my boys to understand that and watch their mum practice what she preaches. 
Oh, I think that's such a beautiful answer. And it makes me, I'm very clear on my why, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I'm, you know, clear on those outer rings. It makes me feel like I want to work on Mm. it. I really resonate with that. And I know that a lot of other people will as well. I started my business to bring additional income into our family, to have more flexible hours. I am a mining engineer and I have worked away, lived in mining camps, travelled for work, not available to be home and, you know, I've missed let's all go out to dinner on a Wednesday night or something. I've I've not been available for that for years and years and years and I really think that a lot of small business owners would say that flexibility is a big part of their why. Yeah, absolutely. And I also truly believe that once you have your deep why, nothing can stop you. Because for example, with me and that why of wanting to be there for my family, I know that if I need to pivot, my passion is always still going to be helping people. But if I need to pivot on my purpose, in other words, the way I'm going to do that, I can always do that. So long as I know my passion and I know my why, the way that I get there can pivot depending on if things fail or you need to be okay with things failing and then trying something else and then trying something else. So long as you are really clear on your why and your passion, nothing can stop you is the way I feel. Oh, superpower. You've got a few. (laughs) (laughs) And Tori, what do you offer at the small business community? I offer community. I offer a big, warm cuddle. I offer a voice. I offer people feeling heard and I offer the transformation between feeling alone and feeling a part of a family. Now, I know that to some that can sound quite fickle because it's just social media, but I've truly learned that the power of social media when you use it in a positive way is unstoppable. It's unstoppable and people really need to tap into that positive angle of social media rather than the negative hole that it can become. Oh, absolutely. And I think that one thing that you do really well is that you offer that sense of community, but you offer loads and loads of training and sharing without it being a burden. Absolutely. Say I, you know, had a business and you got me on there to do an interview and to do a spotlight about my business. I'm essentially, you know, talking to people who might use my services, but there might be other people out there who have the same service and they might be able to learn from me. Mm-hmm. And you, yep, you do business spotlights and shout outs and trainings mm. and live interviews constantly. Yeah. And it's become a place where I can, That's right. Not only help the actual small businesses in their own kind of way by giving them shout outs and stuff, but I can connect people that can also be really powerful for their business, like other experts in the field that can help them say grow or help them with a Shopify website or help them with uh, collaborations, with marketing, with PR, with all of those things. So it's really, it's become a place, a one-stop shop, one might say. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I guess just now we should probably get back onto our actual topic for today. We're a little bit off track, but I think it's really important for people to understand where you're coming from and, you know, how your view on this topic 
comes about, I suppose. So what we're talking about today is what happens to your business when your business social media gets hacked. And as you know, this is something that's happened to me recently and it was shithouse. Sorry for the swearing, but it was, it was awful. Now, You've got around, yeah, 29,000, almost 30,000 businesses in the small business community. Can you tell me, do you think the problem of getting hacked is getting worse? Absolutely. And I think it's going to continue growing and we need to be there for each other, which is why I have been preaching this from the very start, which is why I truly believe every small business owner listening, there's a couple of really important things that you need to do. First of all, for your security, you need to turn on two-factor authentication and make sure that you have updated your details, that you have your correct phone number and your correct email address linked to your account. The second thing that's really important is you need to build your own community within your small business. It can't just constantly be sell, 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 sell because You want your own kind of family within your small business. So if anything devastating like this actually does happen to you, your people are there for you. And just like what happened with you, Sarah, it felt like the whole world was there for you and they just wanted to share you and get this message out saying, this beautiful friend of mine, Sarah, has lost her account. Go and show her your support because she supported us for all these years. And it's the power of the people and it's just magical. Oh, it's, yeah, I was just blown away. I was so thankful. And when you say this beautiful friend of mine, Sarah, well, the thing is, is that some of these people do become friends, but I don't know them. I haven't actually Mm. met them. It's crazy. And the fact that they're so in, it is, they're so invested in your business that they would share and help you get back on your feet is just beautiful because at the moment we're really separated, but we're not. I couldn't agree more. It's abstract to people who haven't felt it yet in in their circle, but the friendships that you can make online are just like so magical and real friendships. They're truly in your heart, a real friendship, even though you haven't met them in real life before. Yeah, it's amazing. And Tori, how, how many people, like how often are you seeing this happen? people being like losing their social media and their businesses being hacked? You know, just probably in the last maybe six months, I'd say um, six to 10 people have reached out to me personally. So it definitely happens a lot more than that. But six to 10 people within my community alone who feel close enough to reach out to me have reached out to me saying that I've been hacked again. I mean, that I've been hacked and that you know, makes it about one a month. So one every few weeks, there's hacks within our community alone. So times that by the millions that are happening across the globe, it's... It's a major problem. Yeah, it's a major problem. And what kinds of businesses? Is there any kind of theme or nobody's safe? It's just a free-for-all. Do you know, I think what I have experienced, the hackers that are successful are those small business accounts and often it's because the small businesses don't necessarily have all of those securities set up correctly on their accounts because I mean obviously you can't be an expert across everything that's definitely not to say that other accounts aren't attempting to being hacked because I know a lot of influencer accounts with hundreds of thousands of followers have so many fake accounts 
uh, of people trying to imitate them. So they're all old, like being hacked in a way as well. Mm. And I see all over their accounts saying, this is, this is not me. This is an, um, an imposter, you know, an imitation. So basically if you're on social media, they're trying to hack you no matter if you're small or you're big and you just need to have your ducks lined up in the row so that they can't do it effectively. Yeah. That's another one that I've seen happen and has happened to me is when you host a competition. So whenever you announce Mm. that you're, well, not whenever, but a lot of times when even big businesses announce a competition, a fake page will pop up and they start trying to get people to follow that page and, you know, they start saying to them, you've won the prize, but they need to pay. I mean, that should be the trigger mm. straight away. Like if people, yeah. are, if, a, if a business that you know and have followed for a long time is doing a giveaway, it's a genuine giveaway. They're not going to start up a new page for the competition and they're definitely not exactly. going to ask you to pay to be a part of that. I also know, so if you're a person listening who does have an Instagram account, a lot of them will not DM you because of this whole industry being hacked all the time what they'll do is they'll edit the caption and they'll say congratulations Tori Packer you have won this prize dm me and that is a lo- that's often the way that you will know if you've won the prize because they have tagged you in the comments and they've asked they'll ask you to dm them to make sure that there's no confusion over um winning your prize yeah that's right oh it's just awful Isn't it just awful? And from your perspective, Tori, what happens to these businesses when their accounts are lost? You know, is it all just income? Is it all just financial or are there other effects? Gosh, there's so many effects. Absolutely financial, which is devastating. I mean, you would know the financial impact that it has on a small business. It's devastating. Would you agree? I do, yeah. Brian and I spoke about this. You can fall into a trap of... I have other advertising strategies. I do radio ads and I've had um, features in magazines and different things like that. But sometimes the easy option and the interactive option where you're getting a response back from people very quickly is social media. So you can fall into a trap of doing the majority of your advertising on your social media. And when this happened to me, the sales just plummeted. Mm. Like that happened on a Saturday. There was you know, several days of zero. Mm. And that that is just not, it's not only just a kick in the guts because you're not making the sales, but it's almost like a reminder that everything's gone to hell. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when you've only got two people following your social media account. Oh my God, exactly. It's so shithouse. So besides that, obviously the financial impact is horrific. So many small businesses have put their heart and soul for years into building this community for themselves and to lose that is really devastating to their soul as well. Mm-hmm. So it it kind of hits you in every aspect that it can hit you. It's a real bitch. <laughs> a real downer. Yeah. And of those, you know, six to ten businesses that you know about, have they all recovered or have some? Well, you yourself haven't ha- haven't got your account back, so that sucks. No. no, I haven't got my account back. I'm rebuilding, but um, I definitely had a moment where I thought, I don't know if I can do this again. 
Mm. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'd say half and half get them back and half don't get them back. Mm. Gosh. Yeah. Because, you know, again, from my experience, there's no numbers to call. All of the no. emails that I found and tried to email, I would get a response back that said this email is um, invalid. There is, you know, you cannot, you can't click on the links in the help center unless you're logged in. And if you're blocked yeah. out of your account, you can't log yes, in. Yes, that's right. So it was just, it was just a, a, a roundabout. So Tori, do you have any advice on how small businesses can, you know, arm themselves against this threat? I know we talked about two-factor authentication. Yeah, just be really cluey. Have your armor on all the time. Never click a link in your DMs. Never, never, never. Even if it's your friend sending you a link to look at someone, I would just get in the habit of never clicking a link in your DMs. I've come around to that way. I don't click on anything. And I got the tip yes. from you that even if I want to check out someone else's page, physically type it into your search engine. Don't mm -hmm. click the link how did you yep. how did you know to do that intuition or wow. did you learn that somewhere? yeah that's a great question intuition I do you know what probably just from my background in working in schools and things like that I've been told for the last 20 years never click a link in an email and because we have a lot of data with children obviously within our systems mm -hmm. And so it's just ingrained in me never click a link in an email so I think that it's probably just come through into my knowledge of never click a link on on your social media on your um emails anywhere and I just I just really don't and if I want to look them up I will have a look at what the link is saying and I'll physically go and type it into a google search oh I think that's a really good tip so Tori we're sort of coming to the end of our interview today but something I like to do both for other small businesses who might be listening but also for myself is Tell me your best hack. What's your best small business hack? It could be time-saving. It could be a little tip or a trick. I would like to give you a hack for Instagram growth. Okay. Would that be useful for your I listeners? I think so, yeah. It would be useful for me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Pentagon method, and we say call it the Pentagon method because it's the daily five. And for those of you who aren't primary school teachers, a Pentagon is a five-sided shape. <laughs> <laughs> And what you need to do is you need to spend five minutes on each of these methods. And so overall, that will be 25 minutes of your day. If you can't give 25 minutes of your day to do this, that's okay. Do two minutes for each one. But so long as you hit all five pillars of this Pentagon method, and this is what you need to do. You need to spend five minutes scrolling through your feed and liking and commenting on the people who you follow. When you do that, have a little think to yourself. If you're thinking, oh, I don't really want to interact with this person, as a small business owner, ask yourself, why am I following this person? If you don't want to genuinely interact with them, why are you following them? Perhaps you need to do a little Instagram cleanup and audit and unfollow things that aren't conducive to your small business growth. For example, I, when I started doing this, I realized I follow a lot of interior design, like as in house and garden and country style and all that. And I took them off the small business page and I put them on my personal account. 
because you want to be really intentional when you are on Instagram. You don't want it to take away your soul and you certainly don't want it to take away from your family time. So you need to be really intentional. So if you are following accounts that aren't helping your small business, go and follow them on your personal account because that's where you're allowed to get stuck into your hours of scrolling if that's what happens to you. But in, you go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, if you go down that rabbit hole. Okay, so spend five minutes interacting on your followers. Spend five minutes interacting on your stories. Actually reply to stories. Click the little button down the bottom where you can send comments to them and that will end up in there, that, those people's DMs. I want you to spend five minutes interacting on a hashtag that your ideal client uses, not a hashtag that you use, but a hashtag that your ideal client uses. So Sarah, for your coaching business, you might interact on the hashtag called small business because you know that you want to coach small businesses. So they would be using that hashtag in their account. You might be a family photographer you want to engage on the hashtag that might be called mum life because you're trying to get into the people's minds of your ideal client. Okay, so that's number three. So you're interacting on your feed, on your stories, on the hashtag that your client uses. The next thing that I want you to interact on is, I'll say competitors in inverted commas, competitors' pages, the people who are commenting on their posts. I want you to go and interact with them because those people are obviously interested in your niche and they are active Instagram users. So you don't have to be all creepy and like, I don't know, ask them what they had for breakfast and how are their kids going. Literally, you can just, if they're asking questions in this comment thread, just go and um, answer their questions and come from a place of wanting to serve them and be helpful. Do not you know, sell to them straight away. You don't want to do that. You just want to build relationships with these people. And the last one, this is my favorite hack of all, and it is not utilized. And I'm just so surprised that people don't use it. And so many people don't even know it exists is your close friends list. Now in your settings, you have a close friends list and you can put across people into your close friends list. I put down my collaboration strategy and people are in this close friend, close friends list that I want to continue building and nurturing a relationship with because you can very easily fall off someone's wheel of engagement. So just say, Sarah, I wanted to collaborate with West of the Waves and just say, I didn't know you. If I have you in my close friends list, every day I'll go into my list, see if you've posted anything and engage on that post. So slowly after weeks and weeks and months and months, I have built a relationship with you rather than just coming to you as a cold call, sliding into your DMs and saying, hi, I'm Tori, do you want to collaborate? I've built this relationship with you over the last few months through engaging in your posts. So close friends is such an important one. I want you to put down a strategy of who it could be people in the media. Maybe you want to get on the project. Maybe you want to get into a magazine. Maybe you want to get into your local newspaper. Whoever you think you need to build relationships with them, put them in your close friends list and start building those relationships from yesterday slash from today. Don't wait to put that off until you're ready 
to collaborate now, if that makes sense. Well, Tori, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast with us today. And we've timed this perfectly because I can hear my little girl out there. She's just woken up from her sleep. So before things go haywire, I just want everyone to know that if you're looking for Tori, you can find her on Instagram. Her handle is at the underscore small business underscore community. And I highly recommend that you follow her because she shares some of the most amazing tips and tricks and she has the ability to connect people. People. And Tori, once again, thank you. I'm just so appreciative of your, of your time. Bye, honey. All right, so we are rolling up to the finish today with the, I know this is exciting, people. This is the first one of many to come. It's the wrap-up snap quiz. Brian's renamed this segment. Now, yeah, so I have renamed it. It started off as the yeah, nah. He didn't, he we're didn't not like down that, there. so he's renamed it. Exactly. So I'm um, with this uh, wrap-up snap quiz segment, Sarah. We need you to be yes, no answers. That's really hard for me. <laughs> I know because I get lectured a lot, people. You will find out. Ah, it's all good. She's... I can talk. Yeah, see? Point, point proven. All right, so uh, ready for the first question? There will be a time limit. You can't just waffle on. Okay. All right. Do you think this could happen again? Yes, unfortunately. How is that going to happen again? Well, I've put in place a lot of the strategies that we talked about in the first segment of the podcast. I've got, you know, additional layers of administration, two-factor authentication, but I just I honestly think how often – we're seeing this with small businesses or people's social media accounts and just the way that the internet is, it is a real threat. And that is terrifying because I don't know whether or not I would have the energy to recover from this again. Is it a little bit less terrifying knowing that you've you've actually done it? Yes and no. I think that the thing that I find terrifying about it is I I know that I've been shown that kindness, but I just wonder whether or not people would be generous enough to do that a second time. So I have upped my security. I have, you know, followed all of my own tips and tricks, but it does worry me that it could happen again. Will you get all of your followers back? You said that you've had a few shout outs and they're coming back, but will you get all your followers back? Yes, I will. I'll get them back and I'll get more. I'm not letting them win. Yeah. I am building this business back up and it will grow to bigger than it was before. Retirement. <laughs> Maybe not just yet. <laughs> uh, are you back on track with uh, what your goals were before this incident? Now, no. As everyone knows, it was in end of June, June 30, I think was uh, the uh, time of the incident. Yeah, the hack was June 30 and it probably took me three weeks. So probably the third week of July was when I decided that I would relaunch my social media. Uh, but in answer to the question, no. Mm. No, I'm not back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, the sales are not back to where they were. My social media following is not back to where it was. But I think there's more positives that have come out of it than negatives. I have used that time really well to, you know, plan some different strategies. So I've got a whole lot of pop-up shops planned. We've bought a trailer for the business so that I can do some pop-up shops further afield. I've set up a 
a radio advertisement. I've done more PR. So I've really tried to diversify my marketing strategy so that I won't just be relying on social media from this point going forward. Excellent. So do we think we will get back onto our goals in the next 6, 12, 18 months? When... Oh, it's going to happen before the end of the year. Excellent. I'm confident. <laughs> the date is the 14th of August. Oh, you're going to hold me to that, aren't you? No, I'm just going to put a little mark in the sand. Okay. That brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that the tips and tricks that we've shared with you today have given you some value. And if nothing else, please make sure that you go and put two-factor authentication on your email and social media profiles. Make sure you tune in next time. Thanks for listening to All Things Small Biz. You can get more tips and find out about all the latest stuff we've got going on at the Cokes Australia Facebook and Instagram pages. That's Cokes, C-O-A-X. We'd love you to follow our social media pages or you can jump onto the website, www.cokesaustralia.com. Thanks so much for listening.